Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years and counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com. heard you missed us we're back can you believe it Kristen? after all this time almost three weeks we decided to come back on <laughs> of course we decided to come back we had a lot yes we did we had guests in town twice yes in the past month and then we had a birthday last weekend birthdays Mm-hmm. So, a lot going on. A lot going on. Hey, before we get into our Jungle Cruise extravaganza that we have planned for today, the top 10 facts maybe you may or may not have known about the Jungle Cruise attraction and talk about the film a little bit. We've got The Rock and Emily Blunt stopping in virtually, which is always really nice. They just recently had the red carpet there at the Disneyland Resort. And uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about the kind of makeover that's going on there. As well, Jungle Cruise being one of our favorite attractions, which is always nice, so I dig. Anyway, if you're joining us from any one of our social media sites, thank you so much. We do appreciate you checking the show out. This is the Disney List, available wherever you get podcasts, available here on Facebook on the live chat there at the Disney List every Sunday. We're going to continue to do this. Uh, And thank you for being patient with us as we were on a little bit of a hiatus. But that said, Kristen, that doesn't mean that we weren't busy. As I said, you know, um, July and January are really busy because of trade show season for me. But uh, we also had a bunch of other personal things we had going on. So thank you for your patience in that. But uh, Kristen, people are already booking their trips. The cruise line industry is coming back. People are going to the parks like never before. And We want every one of our friends and family members that join us on the live show to book their trip with you, Kristen. Where can people do that? They can do that at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Outstanding. Yes. And what are some reasons why they should book with you? Well, I will look for the best rate available all the way up until they travel. Um, They have my knowledge at their hands, so they can ask me any questions that they have there is no stupid question out there when it comes to travel especially nowadays i think traveling yes we've got the internet you can look for prices and all of that kind of stuff but there's so much you can't get from the internet that you can get from somebody who has personally you know been to that place or on that ship those kinds of things that have the little hidden tips and tricks. There you go. Once again, book your Disney trip, your universal trip, either coast here or adventures by Disney. When they get back up and running Disney cruise line, we're going to talk about about that later on in the show, as well as any cruise line. And once it again, yeah. carnival, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian princess, celebrity, she got you. Viking, you name it. I can help you. She got you. The email once again, theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. Once again, theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. 
Scoops.com. Scoops podcast available on Sorcerer Radio and everywhere you can find podcasts. And now on Audible and Amazon Music. Alexa, play the Disney List podcast. Playing the Disney List podcast from Amazon Music. The following is a production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. What an imagination, huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. From the Tiki Room Studios in Music City, it's the Disney List. The Disney List. You've got to have characters that the audience, the viewer, the reader cares about. What makes a hero? What's friendship? What's the idea of sacrificing yourself for something larger? With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Disney List on Sorcerer Radio with your hosts, Kristen and Al John. Welcome to the show, Graham, everyone. The Disney List, where we count down our top 10 favorite stuff from Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars. Kind of like we are the watch mojo of podcasts. We do appreciate you tuning in. This is the Disney List, wherever you find podcasts. Also part of the Sorcerer Radio Network at srsounds.com. Please check out our broadcast partners. We do appreciate that as well. I am Al John Go, one of your co-hosts here at the show, lifelong Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars fan, and also avid Jungle Cruise goer. Joined by our favorite hostess with the mostest, she is Miss Dining at Disney.com, host of the Dining at Disney podcast, and also avid Jungle Cruise goer, Kristen. Hello. Hello. We've got a very special show for you. The Jungle Cruise is going to be hitting theaters as well as Disney plus premiere access starting this Friday. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and the summer of Emily Blunt continues on the adventure of a lifetime, The Jungle Cruise. I'm looking forward to this film. I remember Kristen us checking out The Jungle Cruise when The Rock and Emily Blunt came out at D23, which was awesome. And uh, what, what a great response, though, for both of those actors coming out at D23 a few years back. Can't believe it. Anyway, we also have some Disney news for you. Got some red carpet stuff from The Rock. I, it doesn't, he doesn't even want to be called The Rock anymore. It's just Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The jo- the Rock. <laughs> I can't even say. I was like, Dwayne The Jock. Rock. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. It's it's late. It's late. And then, uh, Kristen, you also have a book to talk about, right? I do. Okay. It is Villains, A Portrait of Evil, History's Wickedest Luminaries. Very cool. I'd like to say uh, hello to everybody in the chat room, too. Uh, once again, you can join us on our live chat there at facebook.com forward slash Disney List. Uh, Gail, Robert, uh, Lindsay, all chilling like vill- like Disney villains there in the chat room. And then also, uh, I wanted to also do some uh, little promo. Uh, I would love everyone to check out our sister podcast, Skull Rock Podcast with me and Dave Bossert. We just had Jeff DeGrandis on the show and you can check that out. Skull Rock Podcast, wherever you get podcasts. And uh, you know him from SpongeBob and also um, Timon and Pumbaa on on Disney. He was also um, one of the the people integral in Dora uh, the Explorer being a director and and, uh, also uh, – Ren and Stimpy show. We worked with Dave Bossard on Ren and Stimpy, which was really cool. <laughs> cool guy. Absolutely cool guy. And of course, uh, uh, part of the entire Disney family there from Cal Arts, you know, like uh, him, of course, Dave Bossard was there. And um, oh, um, the uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Absolutely. Good stuff there. But anyway, check that show out. And Kristen, you also um, have been busy with Dining at Disney too. Because we uh, we've you know we've, we had also a couple weeks hiatus for dining at Disney, but uh, we uh, did do getting, a show last week. Was it last week? Yes, it and was last week. <laughs> because we had Bub and Taylor in town. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's so right. we did a show with them. Cat, of course. Yep. So that was fun. Yeah. So please catch up with Dining at Disney podcast wherever you get podcasts. So we're just podcasting fools, um, the wife and I. So. Anyway, well, we've got some great news. As I said, the Jungle Cruise, uh, we're going to be talking about the top 10 facts that you may not know about the Jungle Cruise, as well as some new things going to be in that attraction uh, that people over at Disneyland have already uh, checked out. But before we get to all that, we've got some news to talk about, don't we? 
Disney. He's got a brand new book, Kristen. They sent it to you. you want to show everybody that book? I do. For the uh, people watching on the live stream. Yes. For those of you not watching, too bad. Um, This is Disney Villains, A Portrait of Evil. Evil. Yes. History of history's wickedest luminaries. Nice. And you can purchase this now for $19.99 on Amazon. We'll give you the show link. We'll give you you the, the show link to it. Or something even cooler. You can enter to win this. Seriously? I'm going to be giving away one of these. Nice. Yes, and the exciting thing is, it is this is coming from Insight Editions. Love and those there. the cool thing is, usually it's only continental U.S. that can enter in this contest, but they don't have that stipulation. You can be in the United States or Canada. So what? our Canadian friends, like the Lee? true North. The true north. America's hat, <laughs> the great north, what, however you refer to Canada, okay. you can also partake in this. So well, this I think so, this is very exciting for this our Canadian a, listeners. Right. So this is a giveaway you're hosting at Dining at Disney um, for for this new book. Yes. And it's not a cookbook. No, it is not. It's all about the Disney villains. That's so cool. Uh, let me go over a few details for entering just so you know. Okay. Uh, you cannot have a P.O. box for them to send it to. Uh, it is being sponsored by Weldon Owen. Uh, make sure to follow, like, subscribe, all those good things to Inside Edition so you know whenever they share new Disney books. Right. They have um, sent me a few different cookbooks in the past. I've got one that I'm going to be doing a review on. It's their uh, Disney Villains cookbook so So i'm going to be talking about that on dining at disney but um in order to enter to win it's very easy just make sure that you like this post yes we want you to comment with your favorite disney villain and why they are your favorite disney villain and another way you can enter is to share this post with your friends. So you have a post that you've already posted on your... No, but we are doing this video, and that is a post. Oh, great. Well, yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about that and share this post the- and write it. And uh, you want me to give? You want me to go ahead and give them the, the little boilerplate summary of this book? You can. It, it's a it's a great book. So check this out. It's already it's already out. It's been out for a couple days now. It says, "Learn the darkest secrets of the most infamous Disney villains." Ooh, I love these. It's kind of like a Wikipedia in book form, um, which would be an encyclopedia. For those of you that remember, <laughs> this gruesome grimoire collects the deepest secrets and darkest spells of the dastardly Disney villains like Maleficent, Cruella Deville, Ursula, Mother Gothel, and Prince Hans. A look behind doors and lift secret flaps to uncover villains, personal keepsakes, and collectibles, including the incantation, the evil queen summoned to poison Snow White's apple and Dr. Facilier's tarot cards. That sounds interesting. Yes, I think this is super cool because you have your classic favorite villains like the evil queen and Maleficent and Queen of Hearts. And then you have those newer villains, Ursula, Dr. Facilier, to even ones that are like super new, like King Candy and... um, Oh, King Candy. Tomatoa. (laughs) Nice. So I think it's really cool, but... I like the illustrations on there. It's nice. It's really... It's a beautiful book. So inside, not only do you have like this cool information about, but this has those little... Like movable pieces to to all of it. So like this for the evil queen. Ooh, it opens up. It opens up and talks about the poison apple. Nice. Whatever you do, don't knock over my drink. I'm not. (laughs) Hey, the other thing we also don't do is let our little one uh, take a look at this because she will definitely rip up the pages of this book as she has done. That is true. As she has done. But in addition to this (laughs) book, which is the one you can win, there are two other uh, things that came out at the same time 
for those of you that are Disney villain fans. Okay. One is they came out with a Disney villains tarot deck and guidebook, which you can also get on Amazon, as well as this is what they sent me, the Disney villains devilish delicious cookbook. Mm. And I actually have made one of the recipes in it, so I will be talking about that later this week. Did I eat that? Did I eat you one of those did things? eat it. Nice. I like yes, it. You did. Yeah. So check out the link to our Amazon link. Anything that you buy using that Amazon link there for the book, you know, uh, it does help the show out. Doesn't cost you anything extra. But once again, stunning artwork, the truth behind the beloved tales, the evil truth that is, the abstracts of evil with great art, keepsakes, and devilish plots that are strewn in between uh, those pages. And it is a Disney villains book for all fans of all ages. So please check it out. I think uh, people will love this book like I do just now, just by looking at it. I didn't realize how cool this book was until you opened it. And I uh, also didn't realize that it wasn't a cookbook. So <laughs> there you go. So uh, thanks a lot there. Um, Pat Shand and Justin Hernandez, the author and illustrator, both do great work in this, fi- uh, in this book. So uh, please check it out. Disney villains available in hardcover and uh, use our Disney um, link through Amazon. So Please do that. Anyway, we do have some other news here. I think, Kristen, that yes. um, we have ourselves, what is this, um, information about Disney Cruise Line, right? Which yes. is really cool. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about that. It says here, Disney Cruise Line's debut um, as it's, uh, I guess they just dropped a new video kind of promoting Disney Cruise Line, but it's resuming its cruising this summer. Yes, it is. Which on is August cool. 9th. Oh, my goodness. It says right here. Um, Disney Cruise Line is, um, uh, I guess you can spot guests wearing masks in indoor areas while outdoor spots for passengers can go mask free. So there you go. It says um, Disney Cruise Line has released many of its health and safety requirements moving forward. Unvaccinated guests are required to take two COVID tests prior to boarding at home and in the cruise terminal. And the pre-trip COVID testing will mean that guests will need to take a need to take a COVID a PCR test between five to 24 hours before their sailing date. Proof of a negative test will uh, require, will be required ahead of boarding and guests who are fully vaccinated can provide proof of vaccination to skip the pre-trip and embarkation COVID testing. So uh, there you go. And there will also be an embarkation day health questionnaire, reduced capacity on the ship, physical distancing measures, mask requirements indoors and other safety measures on board. Just so people know, for those who have never cruised before, there is always an embarkation day health questionnaire. This one just is going to, I'm sure, have a few more questions than the previous one, but they have always had a questionnaire that you have to fill out uh, as you as you go to board the ship. There you go. Very good. Very good. A uh, couple tidbits here too. Uh, I think we've got another Magic Kingdom snack spot is opening, and they've got some really cool additions. Kristen, have you checked this out? Prince Eric's Village Market. I have heard that that is opening open. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. On Monday. So, yeah, and they have some brand new things that people can check out. They've got some brand new slushies. You want to talk a little bit There's about that? There's a frozen apple slushy, mm-hmm. which sounds really good. It's uh, There's also the mermaid slushy. Now, this is be the one that I would want to get because it's frozen blue raspberry and frozen green apple tossed with whipped cream and a mermaid tail. Okay. I think that sounds really good. Well, it's probably like Swedish fish there, right? A little, little I'm nice, sure the little, little tail like Swedish fish there. Yeah. Probably, probably really nice. But I like blue raspberry, so that definitely would be what I would get. I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, they, of course, can give you the jumbo turkey leg, the pretzel, big old pretzel, pickle, grapes uh, that you can get as snacks in here as well. So there you go. There, Prince Eric's there, Magic Kingdom. Now, we also have two more characters that are going to be returning to Disneyland for their Halloween fun uh, from September 3rd to October 31st and their fall activities at both Disneyland and DCA. They will have the return of Jack and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. So you can check them out 
And uh, you can check them out in two locations there, including the very front of Main Street USA in New Orleans Square. Um, so please be uh, checking them out there for the Halloween celebrations and the Halloween Screams Fireworks Show with Oogie Boogie Bash and so much more, more there at Disneyland. A lot of Disneyland news, in fact. Uh, speaking of Disneyland, Kristen, I showed you this bit. bit. What do you think? That buffets are back at Disneyland Resort. I think that's exciting news. It yeah. is It is showing that we are moving towards normalcy. Indeed. Is, um, of course, mobile ordering is still very heavily used. But now you've got Storytellers Cafe opening back up at Disneyland Resort for breakfast and their character meal uh, offering buffet-style dining. So there you have it. It's the first time uh, we've seen that buffet open since this pandemic has happened. So there you, ho- there you go. Of course... Uh, uh, of course, they have all the safety protocols in, you know, in in check there. So there you go. But um, now you can get your Mickey waffles, bacon, and and sausage, and all your pastries and everything there, which is really nice. The Storytellers Cafe, really digging that. We have a couple other uh, news tidbits for Disney Plus. Um, they are going to have yet another Simpsons in its 33 season. Did I even say 33? Se- how many seasons is it? 33rd season. We'll That's have, right. You said 33. We'll have an all musical episode and get this. So if you, you dig the Simpsons, that's awesome for 33 seasons, but check this out. Kristen Bell will be serving as Marge Simpson's singing voice. Hmm. How about that? And we love Kristen Bell. So please check it out. Uh, that is going to be happening. Uh, when is that? Uh, when is that? Uh, September 26th. So please check that out there, Disney Plus. And if you're a big music fan, you know, uh, Disney Plus has been a platform to debut new music like uh, Taylor Swift and Beyonce. And now Billie Eilish is doing a concert as well, coming to <laughs> Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Huh. So she's doing that. It's called Hap- Happier Than Ever, A Love Letter to Los Angeles. It's named after her second studio album. Okay, so I just I just have to make a comment on this one. Okay. Being somebody that has worked with kids and has listened to the lyrics of Billie Eilish songs, mm-hmm. she is so not family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, like, uh, it, I just, I'm wondering what she's going to sing about because a lot of her songs just are um, not something that is appropriate for children. Well, apparently this is part of her second album. It is uh, taking place at the world famous Hollywood Bowl. So you can check that out. Um, once again, there you go. If you're Billy, uh, Billy Eilish fan. Very strange. It's going to start streaming September 3rd on Disney+. Plus. So there you have it. Hey, um, so before we launch into our Jungle Cruise chit chat uh, that we're talking about, you know, um, Jungle Cruise opens up this Friday. Super excited about it. Of course, you can check out the Disneyland, uh, Disneyland ride, Walt Disney World ride, which is great. So you can check out Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. On their adventure of a lifetime, of course, you can check it out and order it on Disney Plus with premiere access starting July 30th. Also, it's going to be in theaters as well. And this is inspired, of course, from the Disney attraction. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's great. And I think we also have got some really cool clips uh, from the Disney or uh, the world premiere at Disneyland that happened. Um, And it's interesting to get, you know. Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt's take on how this uh, global event um, that we're in right now uh, is kind of shaped the movie and people's expectations about it. So let's check in with those folks right now from the red carpet. Shall we? Let's do it. Dwayne Johnson is Frank and Lily by Emily Blunt or Lily is Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt is Lily. Well, it's beautiful and it feels very warm and open-hearted. It's sort of in the spirit of the film. It's got this whimsical, like old-fashioned feeling and it's beautiful. I'm so happy. Uh, we, you know, we made the movie a few years ago and with the pandemic, we had to push it. But we thought at that time we were making something special and something that people would really love and enjoy. And certainly the, the fans of Disney and this ride and fingers crossed, but I think we made a good one. The happiest place on earth, and I think everyone's in need of a bit of joy and uplift. And the film really represents that. It's full of nostalgia. It's the films you watched when you were growing up as a kid. So 
you need to be in a setting that's as nostalgic as the film. And that's why it feels perfect. We were so moved even walking through it yesterday. We were like emotional. It's so cool. We did a, we, I love how it's buffering here. We did a walkthrough here <laughs> and it was incredible. We went to the amphitheater here and just, and but you could feel the excitement here of, of something that uh, everybody, the entire company of Disney, the brand of Disney and everyone involved. Yeah. And especially just people who want to go back to the movies and watch a great movie. You can feel it. Well, I think we've all been living in isolation for a while, so it's sort of beautiful, that sense of togetherness and the exposure to people and their love for this film and their excitement. I think they're, they look good. And it's just, it's really infectious. It makes you realize what human beings are supposed to be, which is together and enjoying stuff together. And it's very special. Uh, it was amazing to see all my fans and nope, they were just they were going crazy. There was really, truly, Emily, it was Emily, you look so beautiful. I was like, what about me? They're like, no, who cares about you? Please. Great. There was a little cheer. <laughs> so do you think she wore the big poofy that? Like <laughs> top? But amazing. And we're here, you know, it sounds cliche, but it's true. We're here because of the fans. There you go. There In you order go. to kind of not look so tiny next to him. Oh, probably so. You know? Because, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty poofy dress she's got going on there. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And, and we know that. Uh, Dwayne Johnson just dwarfs anybody that's standing next to him. I mean, just let, ask Kevin Hart, <laughs> you know, for Jumanji. <laughs> well, anyone dwarfs Kevin Hart, let's be honest. Except but, for uh, me. Oh, well, maybe, maybe even you. Maybe even you. Kevin Hart's a small man. <laughs> but uh, looking forward to checking out Jungle Cruise as it hits theaters this Friday, as well as Disney All Access, Premier Access on Disney+. Plus. So please check that out. I think it's time, Krista. Kristen, I did I say what? What am I saying? It's I don't time. know who you talking to. I don't know who I'm talking to. It's time for a top ten. Oh, I actually have music for this. <gasps> oh wait, what? It's the Disney list top ten. So what? So I just on? I just pulled up Kevin Hart's height. Yes. He he is barely taller than me at five foot two. Oh, there you go. Wow. I, like, I'm saying, you know, you wear some heels, you'll. Oh. <laughs> I wear heels. That makes me taller than him. Oh, there you go. That's weird. There you go. Okay. So, world famous Jungle Cruise uh, reopened a few days ago. There. At Disneyland, of course, they had some brand new things kind of changing up there to kind of freshen the ride up. Also remove some, you know, old school, you know, old school stuff that was there that may not be, you know, that may be objectionable to today's audiences. But uh, as, as mentioned here, the world famous Jungle Cruise at Disneyland officially opened this uh, past week with adventures and expanded storyline and more humor as skippers take guests on a tongue-in-cheek journey along some of the most remote rivers around the world. The new creative concept is original to Walt Disney Imagineering, just like the classic attraction itself. Changes to this attraction also are underway at Magic Kingdom's Park at the Walt Disney World Resort, with completion expected later this summer. Quote, We're excited to be building on the story of the Jungle Cruise to include new adventures that stay true to the experience we know and love, while adding more humor, more wildlife, and an interconnected story, said Chris Beatty, an Imagineer who led the creative development of all the enhancements. As part of the creative development, we've also introduced characters from around the world that and took a look at a more thoughtful approach to ensure accurate representation of cultures in our story. The world-famous Jungle Cruise skippers return to share unique adventure and interactions that guests can expect on this expedition in Adventureland. New scenes have fun with the legendary comedic tone of the attraction and some of the unexpected scenarios give the jungle and the animals the last laugh. Get this, you want to tell people what's new here? Okay, so the expanded backstory centers around Alberta Falls, the granddaughter of the world-renowned Dr. Albert Falls, who is now proprietor of the Jungle Navigation Company Limited. New scenes include... A safari of explorers from around the world find themselves up a tree after the journey goes awry. Mm -hmm. Chimpanzees have taken over the expedition's wrecked boat. 
a lost and found location, has turned into a gift shop run by Alberta's longtime friend, Trader Sam. There you go. Okay. All right. And you won't want to miss Jungle Cruise skippers incorporating plenty of gags as they narrate wildlife scenes for guests who've been who've boarded a, a canopied tramp steamer, leaving civilization behind. And those scenes include the ancient Cambodian shrine with leaping tigers, lethal cobras, and snapping crocodiles. The Jungle Cruise Safari Camp, a former camp overrun by explosively curious gorillas. An Indian elephant bathing pool where a bathing Indian elephant will have their trunks on. The African Velt, where angry hippos and hungry lions are guarding a sleeping zebra. <laughs> They're guarding a sleeping zebra. The joke's on him. Wow. And Schweitzer Falls, where skippers include get in, introduce guests to something they may have never seen before. The backside of water. The backside of water. So uh, there you go. So I tell you. You know, you yes. know what we can see? What? Anytime we want, just drive down the road. Sleeping zebras. Actually, just a zebra, not zebras, well, but just sleeping one, one, at least zebra. one zebra. Yeah, can you believe we have a, a neighbor that has a zebra? That's crazy, right? Yeah, who has pet zebras? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, you at first you're like, wait, what did I just see? Because there's a whole bunch of horses there. This is true. There's all these horses and a lonely zebra. I actually have. Some audio clips here from the new Jungle Cruise. You want to you want to hear some of it? Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's check out some of this brand new footage from Jungle Cruise. Welcome aboard the world famous Jungle Cruise. And coming up on our left hand side, folks, look at this statue. A lot of people say that snake's having a bowl. Oh, there's Skipper Felix and his crew. I feel like we should help them. Yeah, I got nothing. And you know what? Let's be on the same page here, folks. Um, you guys did not see Skipper Felix and his crew being chased up uh, up a pole by a rhino. No, you didn't see him because if no one saw him, no one has to do any paperwork. That's right. This family of chimps has found a place to crash their boat. Oh. That one up front has a mic. Let's listen in. Oh, these two always bug. No butterflies aren't what they used to be. Caterpillars. And up ahead, friends, we have the amazing, the stupendous, we like to call it the ape wonder of the world. That's right. The backside of water. Yay. O2H. 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 And when Joe, look at that. It's the front side of Roth. Ew. Hey, now, um. That would not be water. So, no, it's difficult during this time to just do the cruise without the people being there, you know, but no, I don't know how else to say this, but you know, could they have gotten another skipper? I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. Right. So let me tell you, let me tell you my jungle cruise experience. Okay. Tell us. I feel like when we, the jungle cruise is the jungle cruise, not one of our favorite attractions, you and I. Yes. Okay. And why is it? Why is it one it of our be, favorite? Because it's cheesy funny. It's cheesy funny, but only if the skipper is on point, right? Yes. Only if the skipper's on point. I felt for, I haven't been, uh, before 2003, I haven't been on the Jungle Cruise uh, since I was in high school. And before that, Disneyland back in the 80s. So, eight, you know, so one time in the 80s and then one time in the 90s and then later, you know, 10 years later, 2003 on our honeymoon. And for the longest time, for many years, we did it. And it was just like, ah, oh, we got to skip it because every time we went, we had a, a crew skipper who just phoned it in. I just felt it just phoned it in. And I was like, uh, no, it just, it's just not worth it. And then all of a sudden it turned around for us. We had one skipper who was amazing and it seemed like everybody was posting stuff on social and, and YouTube and stuff. And we're like, I think the skippers have stepped it up a notch, you know? Yes. And then they haven't been disappointing. It, it haven't been disappointing since. I think that's great. And then I check out this and I'm like, uh, struggling, you know, if there was a struggle boat that would be on the struggle boat of, uh, of, of skipper you know, presentations for me. Uh, Lindsay in the chat says it takes a special person to be the skipper. And it does make a difference when you have a good skipper on the jungle cruise. There's no doubt about that. Um, and do you know what she was talking about? What, what 
H2H's because we know that's not water. Well, yes, it's H2O backwards because you're on the backside of water. But O2H actually is something. Well, yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell everybody, Mr. It w- is Ms. hydropower xylitol, hydrogen, oxytocin, oxygen, and dioxidine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is a uh, reactive oxygen species. There we go. Okay, I bet so you now, didn't know this was going to be a science lesson. And now you know. And knowing's half the battle. Anyway, Kristen, yes. shall we go ahead and talk about... Thank you for that science lesson. Yeah, that was a really bad joke they put in there. Just saying. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I was going to keep on hitting this button. But let us go ahead and talk about our top 10. Number 10. So did you know, Kristen, that the boats are on a track? Yes. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. People freak out when some skippers hand the steering column, the you know, the steering column to a kiddo and the kiddo pretends to to steer. But what the skipper does control is the speed and the back and forth of the actual cruise ship. So there Yeah, you have I kind it. of figured when they could just take it and it goes like that around yep. that many times. Spin it. Yep. No, they're yeah, not you're really not spinning, driving. Not really driving. The first time no. that happened, I was like, yep, not driving. Not really. Not really. Not 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 entirely. Number nine. So the dark water hides the animatronics in the track. Speaking about that. And yeah, uh, it just looks like gross, muddy water. Yeah, and you know, they actually have a tank in the very back of Schweitzer Falls that evenly distributes all of that dyed water and boron, I think is what they call it. That's give that gives it that Disney water smell. That is, uh, uh, you know, evident in like Splash Mountain and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean because it actually does the job of chlorine, but it's much better, um, a little safer, apparently, but it has a distinct smell. So that Disney water smell, and there you go. Huh. Boron and, and dyed brown water. Not, yeah. not too shabby, if I do say so myself. Number eight. So... Imaginative landscaping. So the foliage is designed to look as if it had been created by nature, right? But yes. Since 1955, the jungle cruise, jungle cruise vegetation has evolved into its own tropical jungle with three levels, the upper canopy, the understory, and the forest floor. The, quote, father of the attraction jungle was horticulturalist, horticulturalist and Disney legend Bill Evans, who directed the landscaping of much of Disneyland in the 1950s. Did you know that? Interesting. Yes, very, very nice. I like that. Can you imagine that being your job, doing Uh, all the landscaping for the park? You must really love your job. You got to really love plants. But I have to tell you, that's really part of the entire storytelling and theming of every one of the Disney parks globally is the horticulturalists, those people that make it their job to to really get all the the plants and everything not only looking good and spruced up but you know just maintaining that that storytelling which i think goes very underappreciative uh, so uh congrats to all the disney horticulturalists across the globe yes a big clap big clap number 7 so you know there were these canoes that were there by the headhunters outpost there yes and did you know those three canoes are actually themed for Disney characters? Did you know that? Um, I had thought only the one in the middle was themed for a Disney character. Did not realize that the other two are. Well, because the one at, in the middle is kind of obvious. Well, the the canoes that are carved with tribal masks are actually in reference to Goofy, Donald, and Mickey. And you can definitely tell Goofy has got the the long ears. Donald has got the bill. And then Mickey has got not only the ears, but it's got that kind of widow's peak around the, the eyes and the head hmm. area. So uh, definitely check that out. Yeah, uh, Maybe I- it'll still be there. I don't know if it's going to be there. I haven't checked out a lot of the footage uh, of it, but I'm hoping that it's there. Hey, I've got some fun facts. This is a This is a little bit of a detour, but I wanted to include a little bit of that. Kristen, do you want to talk about some of the riverboat names? Sure. You have Amazon Belle, Congo Queen, Genghis Gal. Ganges Gal. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hondo. Haiti. Han- 
Yeah. Irrawandi Woman, Kasimi Kate, Nile Princess, Orinoco Adventure, Adventurers? Adventurous. Sawani Lady, <laughs> Ukeali Una, Yangzati Lotus, and Zambezi Miss. So those are all the current names of the the cruise ships, um, you know, little steamers that they have there. And we have a couple that have been decommissioned as well. I in wonder why they decommissioned those. Probably because the ships didn't work anymore. <laughs> so they took them out of, they just decommissioned them. They, they may have gotten run down. The Magdalena Maiden and the Mekong Maiden. So those two were decommissioned in 1997. So here we go. We're back on track. Number six. Ooh, are you okay? Yeah. Did I scare you? No, I get my hand on the book. Heaven. <laughs> Heavens to Murgatroyd. So did you know that in the Jungle Cruise uh, attraction, there's actually the back end of a, the the back plane that the, I guess it, it was a abandoned uh, uh, wreck of a plane wreckage. Did you see yes, that? Yes, because they make a joke out of it. Yes. So the back end of that plane is actually the front end of the great movie rides Casablanca plane. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, because you only needed to see the front for the Casablanca and the great movie ride. And I believe they installed it in 1994. So it's really cool that the back end of that is actually. So uh, I wonder where attraction. it is now. What the great movie ride is well, no longer. Maybe what they can just they put it. Maybe it? they can put it together in two different parts of the attraction. The front end crash one place and the back end would crash in the other place. Or they could tell a new story and like put them together and that they were able to put the plane back together and now it will be taking off. There you go. Hey, how about this? Um, you know, the audio animatronics in that ride, we, we knew that they were there. and Walt really was inspired by all these true life adventures and the series that he had, but which by the way, the newer versions of which, um, were put together, I think, and, and some bonus footage was put in by Dave Bossert, by the way, my podcast co-host there for Skull Rock. But did you know that nearly all of those audio animatronics, because they're in water, actually use air compressors to move? Interesting. What number are we on? Uh, we were on number five. Okay. Are you not doing that? Oh, did I? I missed, my, I missed my cue. Okay, this is for Lee. Number five. That was Okay, that was the animatronics one. Okay. So we laugh. We laugh because I know that you and Natalie, uh, formerly uh, Meet the Magic Natalie, formerly of, uh, you used to do the podcast with her. She used to be Cast co-host on, on this podcast uh, back when it was called WDW Tiki Room. But um, she always would laugh at the fact that, what was it, Splash Mountain, their audio animatronics were so loud, right? Making those little psst, Oh, psst. yeah, yeah, yeah. That you could hear the little yeah. pistons moving. For the, because it was all done by air compressor uh, compressors. You know, I didn't realize that that's what that sound was coming <laughs> from. You didn't know. I just always <laughs> heard the sound and was like, it just seemed weird. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So I just never really thought about it. Oh, there you go. Now you know. Number four. Knowing's out the battle. Um. So, do you remember? When you used to cross um, that little tunnel there yes. in the Jungle Cruise, that there used to be smoke, like this kind of smoke gorillas in the mist style smoke there in that Cambodian shrine with the tiger? Yes, and I have only been through that section where one skipper had a whole spiel for going through that. Isn't that crazy? Yes. What were you and I doing? You that were together? not with me. That was okay. Natalie and I. Yeah, that was that. That was cool. That would have been cool. I've seen it. I have ever. seen. I have seen it on YouTube. But I have. Um, I remember seeing that, and I thought to myself, "Wow, that's a really cool place to do the spiel." Because usually people are super quiet during that time. Yeah. It's like take a look at the tiger. Ooh, look at that. Check out the cobras. They're really cool. I snakes. I hate snakes. Right. But okay, they turn off fog. the fog effect yeah. because it made the tiger's fur, you know, uh, messed up. It just messed up the fur. It started getting all ratty because of the moisture. And so oh, they decided so- to turn it off. Hmm. So there you have that. Hey, look, we're we're almost done. We're almost done. Number three. So this attraction, the Jungle Cruise, was inspired by Walt Disney's True Life Adventures. Um, and part of that, uh, which they recently uh, re-release in the theaters is the African Queen film. Uh, Dave Bosser talked about it on our podcast um, 
this week, but they just kind of re put that movie out there. Um, and of course, Walt Disney's true life adventure is about a pride of lions back in 1955, which is great. Imagine her Harper Goff, uh, Harper, Harper Goff. Is it Harper Goff? Right. Reference the African queen frequently in his ideas. Even his designs of the ride vehicles were modeled after the steamer used in the film. The project was placed on the schedule to open July 17th of 1955 when Disneyland debuted. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. And of course, changes through the years, you know, the tone of the attraction was more serious when it opened. You remember, uh, I think it was uh, Thurl Ravenscroft that did the narration and that famous Disneyland record where he talks about, you know, but you'll get it in the end, you know, (laughs) you know, swipe beautiful Schweitzer falls, you know, there was like no humor in it. But then of course they started injecting that humor in there as well, including the elephant bathing pool and gorillas, the start, you know, rummaging through the safari uh, camp and the piranha scene and all that stuff. So um, there you go. Pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. And I think we're almost finished. Number two. So the international versions of the ride. I know I love the fact that they're starting to kind of, yes. Nothing. Okay. Keep going. They're starting to blend that whole society of explorers and adventurers, the Disney Sea motto, which was really cool because, you know, they have that now um, going through like <laughs> Mystic Manor, Hong Kong <laughs> Disneyland. They've got it through, um, I'm trying to think of what, what is that, um, the Jungle Cruise, of course. They've got the um, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. The Tower of Terror is, uh, you know, mentioned retroactively in it. Uh, the Fortress Explorations. So throughout all of these, all of these attractions throughout all the Disney parks around the world, they're actual. They're actually uh, parts of a bigger story of society explorers and adventures. So it's the DPU. The DPU. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that what they call it? That's what I'm calling it. The Disney Parks Universe. Oh, the Disney Parks Universe? Oh, I was just talking about that. You stole my thunder. That's not what you said. No, I was getting ready to. No, you weren't. That's not what you were calling it. Yes. That is not what you called it. The Disney Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that's not what it is. Thematic Universe. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) But did you know, did you know that one of the attractions there, was it um, Hong Kong Disneyland, actually has several different... um, I guess you could say languages so <laughs> that you can choose a queue that has the skipper who knows English or the skipper that speaks Cantonese or the speaker that's uh, the cruise uh, the skipper who, who speaks Mandarin. Yes. So how cool is that? Interesting. It's very cool. I think it's cool. All right. So anyway, uh, fun fact: before we get to our number one, did you know that? Well, everybody who listens to this might know that John Lasseter worked there as captain as a a skipper at one point there, but Kevin Costner, a guy that we've met, a a guy that you took a picture. Wore sunglasses when he was on this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could see not only is he dances with wolves, but he also dances with monkeys. (laughs) Oh no. Hey, you, you took his pictures. I did. You, we both met Kevin Costner. Yes. For all we know, he could have no eye. We have no idea. No idea. Bull Durham may not have eyes. Number one. And the number one thing that uh, you, you, just a fact, it's just a fact, is that the skippers of the Jungle Cruise lead a a humorously irreverent expedition carrying passengers along four rivers, the Nile of Africa, the Amazon of South America, the Irrawaddy of South Asia, and the Ganges of India. And guess what? If you were to take that cruise, it would take weeks and weeks yeah, to actually because do you're them covering so because many you have continents. to fly different continents and fly to different rivers and well, all this. You well, nobody couldn't. say anything about flying. Well, I'm just saying. I well, mean, couldn't you get on a boat? You could get on a boat and go from Africa to South America. In theory, I guess you could. There are boats that do that. There are. You could. It would take you a long time. It would take you definitely longer than probably a month. It would probably take you longer than that. Mm-hmm. Just saying. There are 90-day, six-month cruises out there. So now They're out there. They exist. They exist. They're out there for you. And if you I have a lot you- of money. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Oops. Oops. <laughs> well, there you go. Way to go. Way to go. Well, there you have it. There you have it, folks. 
it's the end of the show uh thank you for welcoming us back into your homes once again as the show starts back up uh once again real quick don't forget to check out source radio at srsounds.com check out our show check out the archive of shows there wherever you find podcasts for the disney list big shout out to um my co-podcast host of skull rock podcast dave bossert once again check out this week uh where they're talking to jeff DeGrandis, uh formerly um director producer animator for timon and pumbaa uh also dory the explorer we'll talk a little about that talk a little bit about ren and stimpy so uh if you love animation you love film and pop culture please check out skull rock podcast you can follow me al john on instagram al john go on instagram best place to check me out and uh send us those emails there um the disney list at gmail.com or al john at the disney list.com or Kristen at the disney list.com check that out Kristen. where can people find you they can find me at dining at disney.com dining at disney on all social media as well as your favorite podcasting platforms last week uh, you joined Bubba and I and Kat, and we talked about the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival mm. and everything that is new. So, if you have some time and you want to know all the new stuff, that's where you're going to find it. There you go. Because there's a lot of new things this, this year. Check it out. Check it out. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Leave us those reviews there everywhere you get podcasts. And until next time, I'm Al John. And I'm Kristen. And and we'll we'll see see you real soon. soon. Many thanks to Replay Heroes for providing us music for this episode. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. I'm Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney Podcast. Every week I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie, Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth. I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List Podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock Podcast, here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com.